0: Our apartment was $1,100 a month. We all paid $275 each to stay in this to stay in this rat-infested one-bedroom. I woke up one morning with a a mouse crawling up my pajama pants because I was sleeping on the floor. I had two
1: roaches crawl across my chest when I woke up.
2: Grande line, a new one.
3: Well, clearly, I don't know my Ariana Grande.
2: I mean, you just don't know your new Ari.
3: I don't know well, old Ari either, man. I don't.
2: Uh, you, you even know some songs. I mean, I'm sure I
3: would recognize. I've heard Thank You Next enough times at this point.
2: Oh, and that's new. Uh,
3: okay, well, in even terms of. The
2: problem you've heard. I don't,
3: maybe. I could um, I could not sing you. There's one riff.
2: See, I don't even know that one.
3: That's all I, I don't even, I don't know any of the words. I just, oh, not that, that is problem, isn't it? Because then she does a little rapping thing afterwards. She's like, "Well, not problem with that?
2: Oh, yeah, but is that's the guy. That's Big Big Sean. That okay, was well, I, I, well, I knew it, it
3: wasn't Achy her. And then Iggy Azalea
2: was in it. Wow. wow. We should get Iggy Azalea on the podcast. We should
3: never Because she really tried. I should.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh.
3: Damn, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright guys, welcome to I'm Trying, the show where dreams clearly come to die. I'm Janelle Dennis.
3: And I'm Jacob Derwin. Thank you for joining us for episode number two. We are so glad that you're here. That happened.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know uh, Iggy's record label, but I don't think I'm associated with them, so that should be cool. So it
3: should be good. You should be in the clear. Yeah. And to be yeah.
2: fair, um, I have something, and this stays between you and I and the listeners. Okay. Whoever <laughs> am just to listen.
3: You promise to keep a secret, everyone?
2: Yeah. You promise. And this is such a privilege. It's such a privilege that you guys mm. get to know this about me, because I won't. I If you bring it up to me in public, I will deny it. Yeah. I used to be a huge Iggy Azalea fan wow. when she first came out with her first single. It was called uh, My World. My World. Yeah. My World, Rhyme Vicious, White Girl Team Full of Bad. You can think of what rhymes with vicious. She actually
3: used the term white girl team full of...
2: That was That was the controversy. So... She she has that's to, just dumb. No, no 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 no. Well, it's yeah, it's dumb, but dumb. her and she didn't mean white girl team. It was white girl as in herself, comma, team full of bad bees.
3: Still, that's like a comedy trope. Like a rapper acknowledging the fact that they're white. Is a com- it's, it's a jab at themselves. It's meant to be like, a, I know I'm white, but I still like doing but this. You like have it's not.
2: You have to. Not, They're just gonna come out But and not like,
3: seriously. It's it, comedically. It's one thing to be like, Yeah, I'm a white girl. It's like, Yeah.
2: yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm contradicting myself. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes, you have to come out if you're. It, and I wish it wasn't like this, but mm. if you're a white girl rapper, you have to point it out at some point in a non-comedic way, in a serious way. You're like, yeah, I know I'm white, but listen to these bars, though. <laughs> Eminem did it, and he was—he laid—he laid the groundwork for that.
3: Yeah, but like him
2: and D12, but Eminem
3: wasn't a joke, I guess.
2: He, wh- what are you talking about? Everything was a well, joke. No,
3: I mean, I mean, no. I- you know what? Can you tell how little I know about hip hop during this conversation? I, yeah. Why do we even argue? Like, with I don't you. really. This is not even an argument. Why do I
2: feel like I'm losing the argument? <laughs> There's not an argument. I, I don't this.
3: know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty well versed in music, but this yeah. is one realm I am not. I, I won't. I don't know. You know,
2: much. If I, this just goes to show that Iggy Azalea tears friendships apart. Tears? <laughs> yes. The
3: Canadian's coming out.
2: Uh, oh, is that a Canadian T- accent tears. thing? Oh, every single time I mess it up with my uh, it's okay. process. You guys say process. You
3: <laughs> that. I hear process.
2: Anyway, Aggie is Australian. So her mm. accent is totally different. <laughs> and she had the whole kind of fake southern U.S. accent. Like, I don't remember. That.
3: I just remember that video. My
2: vicious white girl team for of bad bitch. <laughs> I censored myself radio you, edit
3: you impress me every day too <laughs> I, I, all I remember is that one video of her that kind of went viral like at a festival like freestyling but like yes. not yes
2: and I go want a pop pop and a pop pop and a pop pop and it didn't you make any sense this? yes because I always quoted me and my friend <coughs> quoted to each other and the no and the oh no that was a different there was a radio <sighs> interview where she was I think it was <sighs> with Sway in the morning maybe that's and, what it was I don't remember uh, they're like oh can you freestyle for a Ziggy?" And she's like, and the paparazzi is watching, and they flock in and we pop in, and they pop in, and we watch. It. And a guy, a caller, is on the line, and he goes, and they're like, oh, caller number one. But this. he's like, what the hell was that? Take that off the airwaves. That's trash, bro. <laughs> and they have it on video, and they have Iggy's reaction. <laughs>
3: Me, Janelle, and my roommate Wolf went to an open mic uh, up in Harlem recently, and it was uh, it's, it was uh, it's run by the Tribe Theater Company, which is like a little theater collective. They do uh, shows and they put on events and stuff. Uh, and I've gone to this open mic a couple times. It's a super I didn't atmosphere. know they
2: had all that because I've heard of Wolf mm. talk uh, talk about this theater company mm. and he's going to meetings every day yeah. and I'm like, is this they a put cult? Up productions.
3: Yeah, <laughs> 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 they're a cult with an open mic. Yeah, that's really that's nice. The Heaven's Gate could have really used that. Yeah, they're um, drinking
2: some Kool Aid, <laughs> some rose Kool Aid, es-
3: espresso with acid in it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was a really. But I I, did, I really place. didn't know what
2: to expect because yeah. even just knowing you guys. You are a big singing household. Yeah, we are. So for uh, for you listeners, that me and Jacob literally live next to each other. We're, yeah, neighbors, we're neighbors, but like not neighbors where you have to go outside and then go into the next there door. There are two
3: apartments in our on our floor. They're directly across from each other and we live in each one.
2: Yeah. Like when yeah. I turn on my AirDrop, their phones <laughs> And their laptops come up before mine.
3: I've turned on a Bluetooth speaker and played TV <laughs> episodes that were most likely playing from your apartment. That I don't know what they so were. That would
2: be so cute if we just send over um, I mean, videos to each other. We can. And music to play on each other's speakers. i
3: just going to play Rick Astley in your apartment all day.
2: You're not going to Rickroll me. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Also, I have so many 80s, 90s playlists. Hit me. Love and it. I I won't. It, it won't even phase me.
3: What you, <laughs> I love the 90s.
2: There's so many songs that are worse than Never Gonna Give You Up. Oh, yeah. Are
3: you kidding me? Yeah. Anything by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs>
2: um,
3: but, uh, yeah, so we went to the open mic, like, and I've been there a couple times. I, and I thought I, you guys
2: mm-hmm. were just gonna, like, both mm-hmm. of you were gonna sing, because you guys mm-hmm. are always singing and yeah. playing instruments. Mm-hmm. Always keeping
3: you up at night. Uh, Wolf Wolf. did uh, poetry which is his first time doing that and he was really nervous. Was it really his first time? It was his first time he had never read poetry in front of a room before like that and it was very it was cool for him. He felt really good about it. The whole room loved it. Janelle obviously is a comedian and it was your first time playing in this room. Yeah. And you were amazing.
2: I don't even think it's fair to call that a mic. Like as 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 comics, you go to a lot of open mics, and it just it drains your soul. And you think you're in. Mm -hmm. I don't watch that show. What do you talk? The the good place. Yeah, it's it's not. It's the opposite of whatever. (laughs) opposite of that. Mm -hmm. And it's the energy because it's always like an energy thing. And here, everyone was happy to be there. That's a great start. Mm -hmm. The sign. Everything was fluid. Like there was a sign up where it was an actual like a board. It Chalk wasn't just board. like some a list of paper. It mm-hmm. was like, okay, this is our lineup. And everyone had their social media on there. So people were going up to it, taking pictures, following each other. Cause it didn't seem like people were working out stuff. Even though it's called work, it's called work pro- in progress. It's called work in progress. The name work of
3: the Work in show. Progress. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest bit. There was a Yeah, no, it literally is meant to be kind of like here, try out your stuff. Yeah. Um, and the fact that most people kind of feel like they're just, they, like, they, they, a lot of people say, like, oh, I wrote this this month, or I started making this two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they come out, and it's, like, really good, yeah and it's very cool, because you're, like, probably the first people to really hear it. You
2: know why it didn't make sense to me as an open mic? Because an open mic is usually, the energy that's supposed to be in the room is an energy of desperation. You've just wrote your stuff, you're mm-hmm. out there, you're testing it, and it's the beta version, and it's... Probably is gonna fail mm-hmm. in order for it to get good, and there it just seemed like nobody was desperate. Everyone was like, "Here's this thing that I worked on, and hope you enjoy." And yeah. then just amazing quality feedback, and even as an audience, mm-hmm. like as a stand-up audience, because I think it was myself and Sorry, Carolyn Moore. Carolyn so Moore,
3: uh, it was it was you. You two were the two more comedy leaning people. But you
2: two were People the two, were so two were receptive leading. to. Yeah. You. Laughing, and I didn't feel like they were giving fake laughs. You know when people just laugh at awkward moments, mm-hmm. and you just say your stumble, and people laugh. They, oh, it was such a such a good feeling as a. As a performer. As a performer. <laughs> so let's divert the attention away from us and get into our,
3: <laughs> our, our guest for the week. Yeah, man, Jay and Anton, a uh, really really great comedy duo, came by, and we recorded it in the apartment. In yes. The studio. Uh, and the amount of technical problems.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. It took
3: me, I think, 35 minutes to get things running. I was okay. Emphasis sweating.
2: on me because I was of no help.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, no no one could have done anything. It was all... My, the mics were all working beautifully. It was just my laptop. My laptop was freaking out. It was resetting itself. It's starting to show that yeah. it might be time to get a new computer. Um and it, it just, it, it, it took me and everything to take way too long. It was, oh, I was sweating. Yeah. I was, I was, I was so awkward. I was so embarrassed about we're it. Early. Yeah.
2: We're early. Ba- we're, we're, yeah. this particular podcast is a baby, you know. Yeah. It's a toddler. It's screaming, it's crying, it's yeah. getting its diapers changed. Uh-huh.
3: And we have to change them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we Jane, birthed it. Yeah, Jay and Aton are great sports. I've known yeah. them for a bit from Canada. I didn't actually know them in Canada. They moved to New York before I did. And then oh, yeah. we're under the same comedy record label. We do... Shows together, we do the same show, um, mostly every month together.
3: Mm-hmm. What's the name of the show?
2: It is ugh, very concise name. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Intero Bang Presents Comedy Record Showcase at, at New York Comedy Club.
3: And it's, it's a first Monday? First
2: Monday of every month at New York mm-hmm. Comedy Club at 7 p.m. Do they'll, that. they'll be there every month. I'm there sometimes.
3: Go for Janelle. Yeah. If not for Janelle, then for Jay and Nathan. Go
2: for there for them.
3: Okay. I guess we'll head into the uh, into the interview.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Woo! We've together for like a really long time. Uh, and just Twelve friends, years. friends for a while. So along in that timeline, there's been so many like endeavors that we've done together where I would see the outcome as, oh, we learned so much from that and like, we, oh, like when we did that, it was really great, and we had that moment of success, and that was really cool. And sure, it didn't necessarily materialize into us having millions of dollars, but like the odds <laughs> of that happening are so slim, and it was so good. Whereas he'd be like, "We suck, we fail, we, we failed." We so, failed. Oh, 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 oh! So what you're saying? And is perspective is funny failed. in
1: a duo because the same thing happens, and two people perceive it differently. Right. right. So, the, so I, I love working with him for the fact that he brings me out of those like, F- "Me, I suck." I'm a failure, Modes. <laughs> him and uh, Keith Pedro started Boom Shakalaka, which was like a sketch troupe where I did stand-up opening for them, but I saw how much fun they were having, and I was like, this is, like, I gave up stand-up pretty much right away, and was wow, like, I like the, the band element of a sketch troupe that was like, fun, Pedro yeah. and him and Garrett and Tim Dorsey, yeah, Desiree, yeah. these people, I am just names of Canadian comedians, but together... Were the my best friends and having the most fun and doing this like really kind of raunchy, spicy kids in the hall type yeah. of comedy that I was like, I'm going to turn all my stand up jokes into sketches right yeah. away because this is more fun than the mindset that I described earlier when you're alone doing stand up is really devastating. It's either you killed it or you're a huge piece of shit and you walk home crying. It's like, so I couldn't do that anymore. And I liked the band element of, like, I liked supportive stand-up. voices. A few times that I did stand-up, I had no <laughs> yeah. problem
0: doing stand-up. I liked it. Like, I would rant. I would write, like, just long rants and just, you know, go. Like, yeah. you know, like, almost a bit of, like, a Dave Merhage style. Like, we you know, we, like, started he was probably a few years ahead of us. But just that kind of, like, grab onto an idea and go. But there is, like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess from, like, coming from, like, the theater background, there was something to be said for, like, taking a joke on stage and then, like, you know... Sliding the puck over to your buddy that who then puts it into an empty net like mm-hmm. you feel so good when you like get an assist In a game as much as scoring the goal so and then you know the next scene or the next moment You're the one that's like saying something that's getting the audience to erupt. up So there is like a fun band mentality to doing um, Comedy with somebody on stage and I think like there was always a little bit of a like You know, when you're in a big group of people, you sort of find the people that you have the best chemistry and work the best with, Mm -hmm. and that was definitely Jay, and then sort of through all the, like, all the stuff, eventually on the other side of it comes, like, a partnership where it's like, oh, at this point it would be irresponsible to just be like, hey, I'm just going to, like, start doing stand-up because we've built something together, we've built so much material together and so much chemistry on stage, and we've got sort of this, like, unique thing where we can show up at a room where it's just a stand up club, it's a Tuesday mm-hmm. night and there's twelve people in the crowd and we can somehow go on stage the two of us the way that um, stand ups go on stage solo and, and just have a you good set and room not room and room not be one. seen yeah, not be seen as like, oh, you're like cheating, you're doing something different. This isn't real comedy. Just be seen as like a couple of guys who just do it together, but we don't go do it at like the U C B and at sort of traditional sketch venues because we come much more from a background of stand-up and of getting the laugh and like going for the jugular mm-hmm. we had just done a fringe festival the, the ten of us like drove oh, to wow. Halifax, it was Halifax. fun
1: um, In a van. There's yeah ten of ten us, of us uh, in a van. went brand, out there did a Fringe Festival. And... Mystery Machine. But it was, it was um,
0: I think it was like look, a for a bride. while we had been doing this show and You know for a good couple years of it We kept coming back to New York yep. to just we had friends here. We were visiting New York a lot uh, We went to like LA and did some stuff there as well I think it was just like, you know, it wasn't a bad thing. It was like, um, pretty much on a whim one night, I decided that I was going to move to New York. And I walked up to Jay and I said, we're going to move to New York in January. This was in September of 2012. Wow. Really? Yeah. It was yeah. after our... We, so so we did the boom show was by chapters. So every month was a new chapter. We just finished chapter 50. So we finished our 50th monthly show. Um, and it went really well. We're like on the balcony of the Drake in Toronto, like having drinks and...
2: The Drake Hotel? The Drake yeah. Hotel. Yeah,
0: that's where we did it for a while. And... Uh, uh, it just was like, oh, yeah, we're going to move to New York. And then Jay and I had like an offshoot, uh, spinoff kind of uh, comedic rap duo that we did called Rick and Chuck. So me and him were like performing together already and like a sort of a bit of a side project, but ultimately still working with the boom. And once we decided to move to New York uh, and our friend Tim uh, and, and Desiree, they were also moving to New York. So, you know, an eight, nine-person And there were
1: other talks with, like, there was Caitlin Loftus and Laura Danowski from Cheap Smokes. Yeah, they were Uh, heading to L.A. Yeah, there were people kind of putting it out there to, like, make a move or something. And thinking, the thought of a new year, like, going into 2013, doing the same thing and just, like, a whole other, you know... Chapter 51, chapter 52, chapter... it just, For me, anyways, it started feeling like I needed to change. I, I can't just keep doing the same thing. And if yeah. we were 27 at the time, and it was like, the older we get, the more set in our ways we're going to get. Yeah. If we just stay here. I was still waiting tables at Wayne Gretzky's restaurant in Toronto, and I was Failing. like... Failing. Yeah, just a failure. <laughs> just another, like, we'll get, you know... I'm going to
3: put a pin in that. We'll
2: get back to that. <laughs> Thank but, you. Yeah. yeah. That. Wayne Gretzky. That's... Mm-hmm. I'm just
1: waiting. But I just think waiting. that, like... But like, I mean, thinking about the new year, coming up and going, like, uh... We're just going to keep doing the same thing. And I see guys and girls that are getting into their mid-30s, 40s, doing the same thing, still waiting tables or, like, getting, you know, a commercial role or something in Canada and that being thought of as, like, oh, shit, that's the the, the years. The ceiling? Yeah, those couple years, 2011, 2012, I booked a ton of, like, commercial roles and TV roles in Canada and then those kind of started, like, dying off because people were saying that I was, like, getting, you know... That just kind of happens, like, your face you get overexposed. Is, yeah, yeah, you're in a smaller mm-hmm. kind of market where you're like, oh, that guy that was in a couple of those things, and then all of a sudden I'd go into those same rooms, and, you know, I just wasn't booking anything for, like, a year. And I was like, I don't want this to, like, be my life where I just am trying to go out for Tim Hortons commercials. And was that was all it was. It was, it was Tim- like...
2: You have such a Tim Hortons face. I wasn't in a Timmy's, but it was, really? like, it was a
1: KFC and was a bunch up. of other ones, but, like... Okay. It was just, but that's 90% of the role of, like, I was like, hey, are there any TV, any film, any, like, you know, big things? And it just never really happened, and comedy live stuff-wise, we were like, let's go for it. Let's, like, New York's the place, and we have some inns there, so I don't want to go into my 30s still in Toronto. I wanted to, like, really make a move. So him saying that came at such a good time, where he was like, we're moving to New York in January. I was like, yep, I'm in. Let's go. Like, just no. Like, we within the three months it was September to January. Quit the job. Got rid of the. Very irresponsible. Got rid of the. uh, It was very irresponsible. uh, Didn't save a dime. No money. Went here so poor. (sighs) I I gained so much weight just eating like bagels and truck food Mm -hmm. and so unhealthy and terrible. But we at least had like a place to go. And luckily, like you know, we had people to come down here with, and we had people here
0: that we knew when we got here. So there was a bit of a like yeah you know landing pad for us to come onto for a moment obviously like six months later like the wheels are falling off like you know you're just like so you
2: were crashing on couches and... for
0: a month we couch surfed. then like the me Jay uh, Tim and Dez shared a one-bedroom and bed Wow uh, I slept yeah. in the living room Tim and Dez are married they shared the master bedroom Jay slept in that weird little closet office C room off a the closet. master bedroom he had to walk through the master <laughs> bedroom to get to the bathroom I can't roll that mattress on the floor as well. Mice yeah, crawling air all over us. For a while, it was roaches. Rough.
1: It was brutal. It was a r- yeah. it's condemned now. That building's like, uh, <laughs> no. and the place we went to to do all these videos when we first moved here is, uh, is gone. They yeah. tore it down as well. Any um, so the first anything that happens
0: that feels remotely successful in New York now, I never. I always tell people I never feel bad about like being proud of our, ourselves for it because we trudged through the mud. Like it wasn't like oh like I came down here with Daddy's credit card and like whatever. This was like oh like we're here now. And immigrants in America and performance visas like we can't really get any real work we're, we're, we're trying to work under the table gigs oh, we're yeah. doing anything that we can to survive pay, oh, man. we're trying to like just you know the worst find jobs. our way here like meet people Price it's brutal it was brutal I, my was first really job I had brutal, here was so. a bus
1: boy at like a club like a nightclub <laughs> oh, and four yeah. hours in this like huge <laughs> pipe burst and was Raining like black sludge water <laughs> all over, and it was that January super, and it was freezing. The pipes, the pipes failed, so people were failed. yeah. The pipes Hard failed that night, and I, I had never worked there. Obviously, it was a few hours into a shift, and this manager guy. It was all like the most coked out, like, act, you know, New York nightclub. It, you could but it was a scenario you could spot. imagine.
0: It was called Royal Sports Club. Yeah, and it was something. like, but it was so weird. It was like but a was nightclub, a and it was
1: like, <laughs> tss, 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 but there was like hockey games being played. It was like <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I don't know what, it, but it was like, I was like, this guy just ran up to me. He was like, get a mop. And I was like, oh, uh, where are the Black mops? Sludge, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people were like, because it would freeze. Cause it was so cold. It was January. Yeah. So people were <laughs> slipping and like, you well, know. We moved here in January, by the
0: way. Oh, yeah, also so a horrible frigid. time to, to move to yeah. New York. I moved to New, <laughs> new York. A, in January Yeah, well.
1: Brutal. That's you think best. that's what yeah. we were talking about earlier, like new new beginnings the new year man i'm gonna be this new me and it's like it's january like oh man
2: it's it's the same it's harder yeah Yeah, it's really cold
1: (laughs) but uh yeah this guy was like get a mop and i'm like oh uh where are the mops and he's like just get one he screamed at me and i'm like so i just took my shirt off and like put it on this like box and just walked away and i never i never went back and he texted me four hours in yeah yeah i was like i can't do this like this is trash but we didn't i just move couldn't like
0: that. like we moved here to like try and 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 work with this like company for a while it took like 6 months 4 4 to 6 months i guess before we were like really out of money and had maxed out the credit cards and we're like all right we should look for like some kind of work but for the first while we <laughs> were really just like shooting a bunch of videos and just like as much as it felt like it was one
1: of those like youtube studios where like they yeah. like it was a private company that Wanted to start this YouTube channel or network of channels, and they we were like the comedy portion of that. Where a bunch of videos, yeah, it was like a free. It was a green screen. It was this huge, beautiful studio with all the free gear you could think of, and it was editing suites. It was awesome. uh, Every day, like it was like a nine to like nine at night, like because we had nowhere else to go. We 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 would sleep there at night. We would like roll up a sound blanket and like. Because, and they would pay us to, like, clean the bathroom and give us, like, oh, 20 bucks. yeah. We were like, so
0: poor. That's actually not We, we would fight
1: to clean a bathroom. Be like, it's my, my turn to clean <laughs> the bathroom. Because it'd be like, you get the 20 bucks. It's my turn to get the 20 bucks. Yeah. You asshole. And we would, like, yeah, it was brutal. And then when you sleep paper, on the third floor was, yeah. like, uh, oh this God. shared space Jesus. where it was, like, the movie Taken. It was all these curtained-off <laughs> areas with, like, Eastern European models that got, you know paid to be hot at clubs. Yes. So we would like we didn't actually do this so they were gonna start paying us to like drive the girls to a club. No,
0: no, no, no. no. We asked them, can we can Jay and I have a place to crash downstairs on the third floor? That studio is on the fourth floor. Can we get a can we get one of your bunk beds or something or a room downstairs in a curtained off curtain curtain area? Up area? You know, because we're shooting all these videos, we just don't have any money. They're like, oh, okay, we'll make you a deal. Like, maybe, like, if at, like, 11 p.m., you guys are there to, like, drive the girls to the clubs. And then you pick them up from the club at, like, 4 a.m. And And that'll be your, like, rent. That'll be, like, our rent, our contribution. We're like, hey, man, we're shooting a bunch of videos that you guys are putting on your channels. We
1: shot over 100 YouTube videos. Yeah, we shot
0: a million videos when we moved here and released them. And, like, some of them got, like, views. Some of them started to go a little viral. It was like, we were, like, doing work. We're like, oh, you're going to make us drive girls to clubs." So like they were part, they were partly a production company and partly um like a nightlife company as well. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean You ever look- see these uh, Fire
1: Docs on like Netflix and Hulu. These are like these type of people. Oh, like the FireFest? Yeah. Yeah. FireFest. Yeah. Oh, that like fire- guys oh. like that that oh. just like have these big ideas and they have the money or find money like they're smooth talking sociopaths that get people to do things for them. Mm. It was it have you seen those docs? I have. Like, I mean, I just like those. I, I they think were, also, those, they like, remind me like, of those type of people that are just like, yeah, you know, we're gonna like, you know, interface, biz dev, and like, you know, moving in like this kind of motion. where, like, but also like, they saying? gave us a
0: great opportunity <laughs> to shoot a bunch of stuff and come here. So like, I mean, it wasn't. It's, it's not like movie. it's not completely insane. The nightlife portion of it all night, was, was very like. Yeah, there was parts hey girls like, go
1: be hot and you can live here for free and like, yeah that third either floor was weird man the
0: third floor was just. We, our apartment yeah. was $1,100 a month. We all paid $275 each to stay in this nice. to stay in this rat-infested one-bedroom. Oh. I woke up yeah. one morning with a, with a mouse crawling up my pajama pants because yeah. I was no. sleeping on the floor. I had two
1: roaches crawl across my chest <laughs> oh, yeah. when was, I woke up. Cause, yeah. and I'd that sounds I'd, like
0: a really cool music video. And I would just, like, oh, yeah.
1: swap um, them off.
0: Yeah, it was the sickest music video. Tim <laughs> and
1: Dez still have their cat that they found in the wall of that place. They yeah, heard scratching they in the wall and broke open the wall and this terrible looking little cat crawled out of it and they still have it to this day
0: on paper our lives in new york were horrible it, you know especially compared to toronto where i had my own apartment with a roommate and a job and full citizenship and yeah. you know, just like a yeah. huge pool of the friends ability and my to make family, money. like all <laughs> this great stuff, yeah. right? I yeah. had all that and then I moved here where I had nothing. I threw out everything I owned. I, pa- I had a duffel bag and like an eight-year-old laptop. Ooh, you like a gar- it. Oh, it Same was here, terrible. Yeah. We just literally got rid of it all. What do I came need? came down here and said, whatever, I don't need any of this. Shit. Let's just go to New York. For whatever reason though, for the first like six months that we were here, before again like the honeymoon was over, it felt like the greatest victory. It felt like... Life was so exciting. We were so pumped to like wake up and shoot these videos. And we weren't. It wasn't like I woke up with this mouse coming up my leg, freaking out, going, "I gotta get out of here!" And, like moving away. It was like we were laughing. Like we were like, "This is insane that we're doing this." Wow. We kept kind of so like on paper, it made no sense that we were. It just enjoying feels our like lives, an elongated felt,
1: vacation because you're yeah. like away from home, doing this thing. But then all of a sudden, that ends where you're like, "Oh yeah," like another day passes. Another day passes. Yeah. I'm not going home. I don't have that home anymore. Yeah, it's gone now, like, I and I just freaked out. Yeah. Like I was like, uh, "I Jay lost my mind," out. and Jay like yeah.
3: freaked out. Is there like a specific like moment? Like, was yeah, there? I
1: had like you a, left. I just you moved screamed. back home to his I, hometown. Oh, you left? Well, I like yeah. For I got my oh man, dude, tell him not this even fail. not tell even to Toronto, not even to Toronto, but like my whole cornfield whole in Welland, where I got my old job that I had as a in high school, because I was like. Jay was Just not rethinking everything. He
0: was not acclimating very well to New York City. Like one the way you used to describe it was it was already a big enough move to move from your small hometown to Toronto. Yeah, I grew which up in a big cornfield. City. Like Toronto then, was nuts,
1: and that took me years to like yeah. acclimate to that. And then so once I, I felt like I was finally like had a a life for myself in Toronto yeah. and this show that was successful and like second city and like we were starting to become like, you know, uh I don't know the word for it, but like building a name for ourselves. In yeah, China and, and the booking these commercial and book, being on TV mm-hmm. in Canada, you're and yeah. then it's just like, throw fuck, it. Fuck! Like, like did it. what did I do? What? Why did I leave all that? And like, just to live in know, America. And here, no America. one cares at all. Like, there in okay. Toronto, we feel like you walk around and say you're a comedian and do the shows. There's like, you're you feel bigger there. Mm-hmm. here, no one cares at all. Like, okay. there's like the Knicks and the you know Jay-Z and Beyonce it's like being big here is like world like, famous know I mean? big
2: like people on tv people. every yeah, night yeah 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 exactly and
1: so i was just like oh wow it really just hit me the like mountain i felt like i had to climb and i just like my brain broke and i i started reading this book in a cornfield i just like went home and my mom and dad were asking questions and i didn't even want to talk to them about it i just like walked out into this cornfield with a book and just read and like thought about everything and yeah I got my old janitor at the mall I I started working as a janitor at the mall in the Welland Seaway mall again for like months
0: no it was about a month yeah we were gone for about a month this happened in like we moved in January and it was about like September or something
1: yeah or maybe like but then it's funny because like I'm walking around my hometown and people like on Facebook I was like adding all these videos and like I'm in New York and whatever and then they see me like pushing this like janitor cart in (laughs) Welland (laughs) And, and then they're like hey man are you, are you like killing it in New York? Or I'm like, yeah, you know, like. Just back here to make some just money. Like, yeah, just really hard to like. Uh, but I needed to see that, I think. I needed to see what, like, what I was getting in New York that wasn't the, like, success that I thought about it in money and fame and whatever. It was just the fact that I was there and. Creating and like you know starting to do shows at New York Comedy Club and yeah, stuff. You were trying was and that wasn't the your like
0: podcast called "I'm Trying." Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was trying. Yeah. We were trying. Like that's yeah. like it's like taking some joy in the fact that like hey man, this is gonna like when we moved here, you know, it was like this a good way to explain the difference between me and Jay. Sometimes is like he would we move here and he would think to himself, "How long is it gonna take before we take over New York or something?" Right? Like he would think in and which I love too. Like it's great working with a guy like that because he's got this. Go for the gusto, like I'm on stage with him. He you knows so how to get huge laughs out of a crowd. You know, when I if I scribble out a first draft of something, his first draft looks like my fifth draft. Like he really works on that first draft. You know, like so. So there's a lot of good. So he would say, like, when are we going to take over this city? I'm like, oh, I don't know, like ten years, maybe.
1: You know, like I don't know. Like we're and just going to go yeah, And he's like, kill what? Myself. I'm 10, like, no. 10 like years. now or never. Like. Right why did I move here for like yeah. you know to be bigger than well, I was in Toronto we worked at Wayne
2: Gretzky's restaurant you miss 100% of the shots you yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't take, you don't take. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's yeah. a classic Wayne quote mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, it's, good. yeah <laughs> it's a there good Wayne go. quote I don't that. That's some,
0: I know that. That somewhere, in the, mm. no, that you're so somewhere in the restaurant all
1: over all these yeah. positive I was quotes. on the
0: bar you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take you oh. use that to get people drunk but I think it took you like I mean it's definitely like in the six years that we've been here it's leveled off a lot like I think you start to like grow up a lot and realize Oh, like this is gonna take a long time. There's a lot of um, pride you can take in, in just trying and just like going forward and like you know, well, just our, little victories along the way. That, well, like, you realize something you like another month or when something, I said but,
1: something like that years ago, like how long till we take over New York, it's like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah, never when you get be. older and you just do, you know, you start realizing what it actually takes to make money in comedy, it's like. What is it, like, how can, when you're a kid and you just think of, like, yeah, getting as big as Adam Sandler or taking over New York, it's, like, the biggest, most ridiculous things to say without those little steps along the way, the plans to actually do something like that. So, okay, step one, let's, like, have a month where I only make money off of comedy and you know rent bills and whatever and then let's do that again and again and again until that becomes the norm and then build off of that where i think i just had this pie in the sky mentality for a long time
3: can i I ask you guys a a question yes please um so during those moments when you're like you're back home as a janitor or you're you're waking up with a rat in your pants like (laughs) moments when you're really just not feeling good about the situation (laughs) was there a certain kind of thing that brought you back was there uh, a certain stand up special was there an album was there a food was there, like what was the thing that and maybe you still go back to it that kind of brings you that comfort that you you kind of need to get back in the right headset headspace
0: i would say i ne- <clears throat> if i'm feeling like that i'm i stay as far away from things like comedy as possible yeah. because every single one that i look at destroys me and yeah, i yeah. end up going more towards like Believe me, in the six years that I've been here, I've, I've dipped into some serious month to three month, four month like brutal depressions where like it got really hard. Things I never experienced in Toronto because I didn't ever do this kind of thing to myself. Where I feel like in the last couple of years, I've been able to get to the other side of it. But in those moments, no, in those moments I'd watch like Breaking Bad or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like really in those detached. moments I'm like, let me find yeah. myself a seven season drama to just bury my head in. I, you know, yeah. let me, Don't like, even talk to me about comedy. Don't, I don't want to know anything about it. Don't bring it up. It. Bring it up. Anything, or, yeah. Like, yeah. anything yeah. I watch <laughs> is just me like yeah. feeling like, why aren't I doing stuff right now? Why do I hate myself? I don't want to see this at all. But, but, yeah. Breaking yeah.
3: Bad, was Breaking Bad like a legit
0: example? Yeah, Breaking that? Bad is something that I watched the entire series of. Yeah, you know, just I mean, I think more like just anything, like I'd start Reading yeah. something that like it's nothing. Some distraction. Something to distract myself completely yeah. from the world of comedy. Hundred yeah. percent.
1: Is
3: there a specific example too you can
1: think of? I think um, what he like to build on what he was saying yeah. is time itself is like what I've learned and what what I um, when I get into those modes and it happened again recently where I was just like dipping into this thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I've just with experience know that it it'll pass and those like you think of something again, you think of something funny again and jot it down. And that's just like, Oh, that'd be so funny to go do at New York comedy club. Mm -hmm. Like I can't wait to show him and then work on it and make each other laugh and then show other people and make them laugh. That'll just naturally happen again. Uh, whether I force myself to or it just naturally happens, Mm -hmm. but, um, nothing specific. There's no like aha moment. I feel like that is sort of like, Oh, I feel like utter. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't know sleep. when I feel like utter sleep as much as yeah, possible. When I feel like utter there's also that second, really depressed, you there's know? that second voice that's also mad at me for feeling like that. So then it's mm. like extra beat down mm-hmm. where when I even, I'm just like, try to watch something to make yourself feel better or something. It's just like, oh man, it's like, uh, that participation ribbon thing again, where it's just mm. like, oh, you're just going to like.
2: Like, why am I soothing myself? Yeah, like, man, but like... I've
1: ner- learned just very recently, like, a year ago, to have to do that to myself. To, like, uh, yeah, be positive. <laughs> <Tuck>. <laughs> and, not, and not think of it as lame. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, forever it was, like, the, you know, Wu-Tang and Nirvana and, like, uh, 90s kind of culture that I grew up in where caring about things was fucking lame. <laughs> And, like, if you care, then you're some, like, cheerleader positive, like, d- mm-hmm. So I was always this kind of, like, and even the boom, like, the, the shows in Toronto. I so much about things. The tra- <laughs> thing yeah. in Toronto like, that we I did was I, this, was, yeah. like, our sketch group was very, like, counterculture. Yeah, it was a pretty punk group. And it it was, was, like. People
0: called us the punk rock of, of the comedy scene Metal and like, and, like. We did some Toronto messed up. Yeah. We did some messed up stuff. Like, in a fun like, way. Like, Second City, thing. there
1: was, like, the main stage show, and then we would do, like, the 11 o'clock kind of, like
0: after yeah. hours yeah, yeah, yeah let's
1: yeah. get as grimy as humanly possible and now that
0: people with nice coats have left the building
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone that shops at value village and goodwill is in but the I, I had now. some the boom s- serious uh awakenings if you will about um self-care and and my, my self-talk not being so terrible
2: So that was Jay and Aton. We hope you love them as much as we do. And if you really love them, then you can follow them on Instagram at at Jay and Aton. That's spelled J-A-Y and E-Y-T-A-N. And you can also follow them on Twitter at Jay Wells Comedy and at Aton Millstone. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps the show expand like... Big beautiful water molecules or whatever.
3: <laughs> and of course, make sure you're subscribed to easily download new episodes. I'm Trying is hosted, edited, produced, and scored by Janelle Dennis and me, Jacob Derwin. Our cover art was created by the fabulous Sammy Kappa. See more of her work at sammicappa.com. That's S-A-M-I-C-A-P-P-A.com.
2: Yep, and you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Trying Show. So you can follow us individually. At Janelle Dennis and Jacob Derwin.
3: If you've screwed up or embarrassed yourself and you're looking for help... Or pity. Reach out to us on Twitter or email at imtryingshow at gmail.com and our team of crisis experts... ...will be more than happy to assist you.
2: Reasonably happy.
3: Thank you so much for listening. And in the words of Simon and
2: Garfunkel,
1: They've They've all come come to to look for America. America.